We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are live. Welcome into the OBR Film Breakdown. It is your Thursday, June 29th episode. I am getting some rare time. Back-to-back weeks with John Colosimo. Pumped to have you in, John. What's up, buddy? Oh, you know, uh, just normal stuff. Um, lots of work, lots of kids, and uh, we're kind of in a dead zone a little bit with news here until uh, until so camp. You, you think? You think, man? <laughs> Listen, we got a podcast episode for you guys. If you're still... like. If you're committed to late June, early July episodes of this podcast, I commend you. Like, <laughs> love you for that. All right. So we're going to get to the topic in a minute. We have some things to hit off the start. I got to ask you a quick question. I, right now, a group of friends and I uh, are making a deal. So, okay. Uh, the good friends of my wife, my wife's coworker, her husband, we all hit it off. He's a good dude. Uh, the deal I cut tonight, I need to know if you approve of this deal. So I'm a big, I have to see the movie in imax and i've got a theater in columbus john that i just prefer to everyone else do you want to know why i'll tell you why it's because it doesn't have the machine when you get the soda where it all comes out of the same spot okay i don't know if we've gone over this but i hate movie theaters that have the new soda machines where they're the, you push a button and, and the, the it comes out of the same spot they don't taste right they you, somebody gets sprite cherry in front of you i'm getting that cherry flavor in my drink I don't want that. <laughs> I like, I like this. Is so first world problems. I like when they have their own spot, retro throwback. I'm a Coke over Pepsi guy. So I have a specific theater that I think is the best theater in Columbus. I have a very specific, uh, like about like, I have to have a soda and popcorn. It's just my thing. I don't care if I have dinner before it. Gotta have it. Here's the deal. We cut friend, the, 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 our friends, the, the wife is pregnant. This is her second kid. She's pregnant. Doesn't want to see a movie late. Right. Fine. Whatever. I'll see a six o'clock standard screen showing of a movie. If the following weekend I get to go with the husband, him and I go to see some movies together here and there. I think most recently we saw air. The girls didn't want to go. I said, all right, I'll do a six o'clock standard showing, which is breaking all the rules I have. Different theater, (laughs) different early. I hate early times. 
and it's not an IMAX movie, but I get to go to Oppenheimer the next weekend for a guy's trip to Oppenheimer. Is that a good deal? Or should I have held on and said any Tom Cruise movie deserves a primetime screen? Just suck it up and break that trip and do it another time. I need your opinion on it. No, I don't, you know, I don't think I want the ladies on the Oppenheimer trip. I, I've I've had a long conversation with my wife about World War II, and let's just say it didn't go well. <laughs> she she didn't know many of the sides that were involved in it. I don't think I could get her involved in that movie the way she needs to be. Um, I feel yeah yeah. I we'll leave it at that. It's not it wasn't great. It was a discouraging conversation. Um, she's great at a lot of things. World War II history not being one of them, but I think I made a pretty good. You and I are, are uh, the the life of our fantasy league, which is what we're going to get into in terms of trades. So I thought that trade off, breaking a lot of the things that I like, love about the right types of movies and a good summer blockbuster. Man, I got to see it on the right screen. It's pretty bummed, but I'll take that trade off for Oppenheimer, getting to see it with the right audience. So wait, saying. wait, 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 hold on. You didn't even say what you're going to see at the six o'clock. We're seeing Mission Impossible, which uh, I think is a I great, see. gigantic screen movie. I see. Yeah. Okay. I, now I get the trade-off here. I mean, you the girls would rather like see. We gave them the option. Here's what I said. I said, "Hey, we can go to the next weekend of movies. You two can go see Barbie. Great. You know, friend and I will go see Oppenheimer. The husbands. I offered that. Didn't didn't take me up on it." They wanted to see Mission Impossible, which I commend. I, I want to see that movie, too. But I guess I'll have to take my binoculars into a standard showing, non-giant screen, <laughs> and just suck it up, you know? Get a smuggle in a can of soda or something. I don't Is there know. any chance that you can just, like, go first? <laughs> yeah, see it earlier in the week yes. or something? <laughs> I'll be the guy surprised by everything, just acting as alongside Tom Cruise, like, in the theater. I'd say um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a good trade, though. I feel like I it got is. the right deal out of Oppenheimer. It it's the one I value more. It's it's one of those trades where you know, you know, nobody entirely walks away happy, but uh, you know, that's how they go. Yeah, I'm I, I'm telling you, I I felt like I was driving a trade with another GM. She's she's a great, you know, when the, the pregnant women they can really drive a hard bargain. So <laughs> I, I did the best I could given the resources I had at my disposal, which were next to none. So, um. That's it. That's that story. There's a couple Browns things that are going on. It seems DeAndre Hopkins rumors won't go away. We saw the the Patriots uh, work up an extension with Devontae Parker, like three for 33 or 30 or something like that. I saw. I think it actually opens up more money for them now. I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like the Hopkins rumors are just going to be there until he signs somewhere. But I, I don't really I'd be pretty shocked. It would have to be really cheap for the Browns to sign him. I mean, I'd have to think it's like a like a like a five percent chance. Do you feel like it's higher than that? No, I think, you know, this feels like your classic, you know, every time the Browns name comes up, it's just kind of bullshit. Like, you know, like the Watt stuff. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like I've seen this movie a thousand times and I don't want him anyway. You know, like, I don't feel like the right deal is out. Just like, you know, sure, I'd love to have uh, Dalvin Cook, but, you know, that the deal isn't there that makes sense for the Browns and for him. And I don't think that the same thing exists for you know, Hopkins. I wish somebody would just sign him. I kind of want him to go to Tennessee, um, even though I've got like Traylon Burks uh, and and Chig Akakwa, um down there. But I feel like just having him down in Tennessee makes more sense for that team. I, like, I don't know what New England's doing. What are they even doing? They're not competing. 
they're yeah. fooling themselves into thinking their defense can continue to put them in games. They, I, I, we had this conversation with Andrew Spade yesterday. We did like a contender, non-contender series and like the Titans and Patriots and like Raiders and Broncos. They're all kind of in that same weird mesh of pretending to compete. But any of them, I feel like can just tank out of nowhere and go get Caleb Williams. You know what I mean? True. They, but I've got a lot more confidence in, you know, uh, um, in the Titans, you know, doing something down in that division. You know, uh, if they signed, if they were able to sign Hopkins, I think that that just makes more sense. And maybe they just squeeze one more year out of uh, the corpse of um, Tampa, you know, Uh, and they're, you know, they're getting one last hurrah out of Derrick Henry. Like all that makes sense to me, like in that division to try, you know, but like New England and looking at how these guys have run through the arms race. I don't think they have a prayer. They're going to be fourth. They're going to be fourth in that division. I don't care. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really see it either. I, I feel like they're pretending to be, I mean, the Mac Jones, this just stands out. Like, where are you going with that? Yes. Right. Exactly. I mean, you know, and even if it goes back to Bailey Zapp, like, so you're going to, you're going to try and compete with the worst weapons in, in the division with the worst quarterback in the division. Um, and you're just gonna, in 2023, think you're going to do it with D. Um, that seems, that seems like a poor plan. It, it feels like they're honestly taking something similar to Tennessee's plan, which is we have a limited quarterback. We're just going to try to like make a reminder. Stevenson's really good. I think you and I can agree on that. Oh yeah. He's, he's a really good player. Maybe they're, they're just going to lean into that super game manager situation. Right. And, and, and say, all right, well in this scenario, can you, you know, just take care of the football. We'll run it extremely well, play really good defense and we can maybe find a way to nine, 10 wins and, so I totally, I totally 100% agree with that. And it's just the, the state of the division that, that yeah. makes it one a okay idea and one a really dumb one to me. But agree. It's such a limited upside move. I, I just would rather my team figure, you know, figure out a way to be irrelevant for a little stretch. Right. Like what if they, what if they, you know, what if they just tank? They, they're not capable of doing that. But if they just tanked and ended up with Caleb Williams, you know, uh, Rogers is going to be gone in a year, maybe two, you know, uh, and, and that team could be something else. But instead, they're probably going to win six or seven games and, you know, have the 10th pick. Yep, that's exactly the mediocre path you're headed down there. You just can't see, you know, eventually you do need your quarterback to do some things that matter. You can I just don't feel like in the modern age here, you can game manage your way to many meaningful even. Like the you have to have the very best version of Stafford could make some unbelievable throws as that type of quarterback, right? Like he was a tier above it, and hard to see Mac Jones and what's attached to his right shoulder making the Stafford throws, right? So, yeah, it's hard. I mean, Brock Purdy would be much better than either of those quarterbacks yeah. on that team. Yeah, yeah, I'd be taking swings on guys like real life trades trying to get Trey Lance or somebody with the. Sure. The skill-based upside that makes sense to me. But, yeah, anyway, those teams are toiling. I think it's uh, Titans make the most sense. They have a really uh, – a, a pretty good roster, but the wide receiver hole is glaring. So they should be hungry to try to solve that. I'd imagine they are. It's less an issue for New England, in my opinion. But if you look at that, like, that Tennessee situation, it's Traylon Burks, who, as we know, was extremely uneven in his rookie year. And then it's like Kyle Phillips and that, that Nick Westbrook 
Akina. I, th- I, yes. I don't know. It's just right. it's a depl- it's not a very promising there. group. Right. There's nothing there. I mean, you got yeah. Chig is very good and at tight end. I, I'm very bullish on him, but yeah, still like they would be, it would be a, a quite a boost for them if they brought in uh, Hopkins. Agreed. So there's your Hopkins update from from these guys. Um, the the other huge news today was Adam Schefter tweeting out that there's a handful of NFL players. They've only really named one Isaiah Rogers, which has kind of been floated out there in public. I think Isaiah Rogers himself put out like an apology. So we, we knew it was coming for him, but there's a handful of guys that are facing year long suspensions here. And that's scary because we don't know who I feel like if there was any Browns connected to this, we would have had some idea. I think there would have been some underbelly of, of uh, chatter, but it's nonetheless pretty scary. I, I guess the question for you is is like is this going to slow down anytime soon i mean i think that some of these guys getting suspended uh it not the 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 wrong word helps is the wrong word but i think the overall consensus has been that players haven't totally understood the rules right like they haven't understood uh, the fine print about you can bet on other sports but you can't be at the facility you can't be at the team hotel there's there's a lot there Right. The the one person like bet on the draft and like, I, you know, uh, just a a small part of me understands how a player might think that that isn't consequential. Yeah. Right. Spot on. So I think the thing that is interesting to me is will this continue? Like is the, is the sickness of gambling, which it is, it can be a sickness. It's a legitimate uh, addiction for some people. Is this ever going to fade away? I don't know. I'm curious to see kind of where your prediction would sit on. I mean, there's there's going to be something. I mean, it's it's going to look. The NFL is like all in on this gambling, right? They put a team in Vegas. They, you know, they started with you know the um, daily fantasy type stuff, and now you're in full time gambling. They're pushing it. I would think that you know player stuff. I think we will see a. Um, a wind down of random players just almost kind of accidentally running into this problem. But you probably, you know, in the next 10 years, you're going to, you're going to find a scandal one, like a, like a legit one. And it might be a ref. It might be, you know, like, but that's, that's going to happen. I I think that these, like, these ones are like players stepping on brooms or uh, rakes, you know, in a hallway. That's, that's what's happening right now. That will stop. Uh, but eventually you're going to get a scandal, whether that's a player, whether that's a, you know, a ref, whether that's, you know, uh, multiple people involved that think that's going to happen. I think, you know, I mean, it's, there's only it's trending that way. Yes. I mean, somebody's going to take an angle and, you know, make some things happen. I wonder if they're going to start figuring out people who bet through their friends too. Cause I mean, that's kind of the, the logical fix here is like, have your buddy do it for you. Right. How how would you though? Like how would you? How do you? You know, people are going to do like WhatsApp or something, and you send yeah. that thing. Like how are you ever uh, going to know? You like, you could protect it in a way that nobody would know, but it just feels like there's a slip up there coming, or the yes. NFL gets. Even. Yeah, I could totally see that. That might be like the next level of just people being stupid and not so much of a scandal type one. I mean, my mom works for the lottery. She can't have anybody in her household buy a scratch off. You know, I I mean, I could. Uh, you know, I don't live with my mother obviously but like her husband can't buy a scratch off i don't know how they police that you know i guess how you cash it but then you could have anybody cash it that's true um, and then maybe they do they track the video surveillance of who bought it you know what i, mean? I, I don't know it's dicey it's very yeah. very tough to figure out i hope that this doesn't 
make its way to the Browns. That would be an unfortunate thing. I mean, these season long suspensions are tough. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I just don't know where all of this goes. It's a weird way to put it because I think you're learning, they're learning more of the finer little details about this stuff, but it feels like guys are going to continue to try to make more money with it. And, um, I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. So, uh, tough news there because Isaiah Rogers is a good player. I mean, they're Calvin Ridley was a good player. You're losing talent on the field, which really stinks above all else. Uh, so right. It's not good for the game. Anyway. Not at all. And anyway, let's, uh, let's do this. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to do a Browns fantasy draft. We'll be right back. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. As you probably left the break hearing me talk about a Browns fantasy draft, and you're like, what the hell are you talking about? So what we're going to do, John and I play in multiple dynasty leagues together. I mean, fantasy football is as big as it gets. It's never been bigger than now. I mean, you know, applications and you know, companies are taking off with this stuff. So um, what I would say is a fun way to angle this is we know all the traditional scoring, right, um, on offense. You know how valuable your players are on offense. We're not going to do anything weird like tight end premium. We're just going to do, you know, um, point per reception for every reception, all that stuff. That's the baseline. And then what we'll say is we'll also do an independent – if you're one of those sickos who plays independent defensive leagues – We'll say that, you know, you can you you can draft defensive guys. Obviously, you get the most points for sacks. You get a lot of points for tackles, and then um, obviously you would get a lot of points for 
um, you know, tackles for loss, too, interceptions, all that stuff. So you just think about defense as the the big plays, right? Tackles are kind of like rushing yards in a sense. Sacks are, I don't know, almost touchdowns, right? Interceptions mm-hmm. are more like 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 ridiculously long touchdowns you know what i'm saying those big boosts so i want to make defensive players eligible to be drafted here because what we're doing is trying to predict like who's going to produce um and that's kind of the fun part of this who's going to produce uh, actual th- something that matters this year right so uh we're going to pick five players a piece and you're going to tell us who picked the best fantasy production team i think the defense added here is it, we're not doing this not a great science john it's not a great science but I want to make the defense players eligible. And I think that you can kind of deduce like just what may like the defensive plays that really matter are the ones that are the most valuable. I've never done an individual defensive league. I'm interested in it, but never done it. Um, but I think it, it would add some, some, some nice context to just picking offensive guys. So I, I will give you the open line of any questions you have on how this would work. And then your first pick. No, I think I'm pretty good. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to start with Watson. I'll start with the QB. Okay, very safe pick. I think you're you're going to make a lot of fantasy points off of that one. I think I would go with. I'm torn. I think you could see of like guys who are pretty much guaranteed to produce. I mean, I feel like Miles is guaranteed to produce a, a baseline number of really productive sacks and tackles, and then Nick is also going to get a boatload of carries and you know, some receptions this year and all that stuff. So I'll actually, I'll go with Nick. I feel pretty good about going with Nick. Um, But boy, I I, was a little harder than I thought it was going to be when I was looking at consistency there. If we're doing a snake draft, then I'll be up again. So I would go, I would go miles because I feel like he's guaranteed to produce you 15 sacks. I should not say that as as a way I did. I'm knocking on wood right now for everybody. (laughs) I feel like his production consistency over the years is a baseline of 15 sacks and a good number of tackles. He would get me some good points on the defensive side. So I'll take miles. All right. I'm going to stack some production here and take Amari Cooper. And um, this one's a little tricky. I think uh, there's like three players that I'd be considering for this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay safe. I'm gonna take, uh, I'm gonna take Njoku. Good call. All right. So you have heavy offense: Deshaun Watson, Amari Cooper, David Njoku. I went Chubb and Miles. Now I will go. This is a tricky one because I think you could really talk yourself into. I mean, I probably could just take both of them. I mean, I'm not going to get a quarterback, and I don't know that there's much. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably just go um, both wide receivers. I'll go DPJ and Elijah Moore. So we each have – you have two these two picks, and then I have one more. So I have Chubb, Miles, DPJ, Elijah Moore. You have Watson, Cooper, and Joku, and now you're next two. I'm going to go to Darius Smith for sure on the first one. And here's why I think you're going to have to get a little risky uh, to put some chips on my boy here. Um, Go with a linebacker. Yeah, I think I really want to go with this. Well, I don't I don't really know who you're if you're taking anybody on offense, you'd be taking like Aikens and you're tight. You're kind of fighting between like Aikens, Tillman and, you know, is is Jerome Ford worth it as like a stash backup for Chubb? Uh, as far as getting some opportunities, you could look at the two linebackers. Could you look at Denzel as a guy maybe to get some turnovers? 
His turnovers are huge, right? They're like the 75-yard touchdowns for offensive scoring. I, yeah, I, I got to go JOK. I just got to, you know, okay. I got to say that all the defensive line, that's what I've been saying all offseason. He gets to do what he can do uh, and explode for one year with some sacks, some forced fumbles, some tackles. Yep, JOK. Okay, I like it. He could be a real asset with Schwartz and some of the creativity. So you have Watson, Cooper, and Joku's a Darius and JOK. I feel all I feel good about all of those guys producing w- w- solid numbers. I feel like my team is more projection. I don't know who's going to be really good out of the DPJ. More dy- dynamic. I'm not sure who's going to be bigger there. I probably should have gone with Zadarius because I feel like he's he's going to get ten sacks. I'm torn on my side between the upside of Okoronkwo or taking a dartboard throw at some other offensive talent. I really don't know. I don't trust Anthony Walker to stay healthy. Is there anybody in the secondary where you're like, I feel like that guy is going to create some turnovers this year. I, I really, I mean, you have Newsom has not created one. Um, you know, Emerson, I, I don't think, did Emerson have an interception last year either? I'm not sure that he did. No, I don't think so. Ward caught some, you know, he had that fumble recovery touchdown against the Texans. He had some interceptions. I mean, it's like uh, your baseline of the offense is like, okay, Goodwin, Tillman. I'd go with one of the safeties if I argue and go with, you know. uh, I probably, like Delpit, I feel like is going to have a really healthy tackle number. If you more in the box, if there was scores, if you were doing say like, and I'm just spitballing here, if you were doing like a a point per tackle, a point per pressure, three points per sack, you know something like that, then uh, Oboe, you know, would still probably be a producing player. You know, if if you were given more pressures. I've never done a defensive league, so we're kind of just (laughs) we're making it. I haven't done one since like I don't think they even tallied pressures when I last did an individual defensive player league. All right. Well, I'm going to take Okoronkwo. My team is not as on. I don't think it's as solid ground as yours, but uh, I do feel good about my top two producing strongly. I think I like your team more. You have Watson Cooper and Joku's a Darius JOK. I have Chubb, Miles Garrett, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Elijah Moore, and Okoronkwo. You have two defensive guys I feel like are going to definitely produce. I have one. And then a second one, I like Okoronko a lot, but he's been like a 550 snaps guy. Is that going to increase a lot now? I don't know. Really don't know. And then between the two wide receivers, I think they're both going to be fine, but how fine? Well, Elijah's the one probably with the most upside on anybody on the team, possibly. Well, at least on offense. He seems like the hot button name to get in uh, some long-term fantasy leagues. People are really buzzing. I uh, I have to say, I, I did take advantage of that opportunity in our oh, shared league. Yes. So. Geez, I mean, well, what'd you do? You traded two th- third round picks for him. Uh, I gave up two thirds and then got back a one and a two. I could yeah, not believe it. Like uh, like weeks later, <laughs> without a snap being played. That's, no, that's, no, that's just some just some camp videos, some camp videos. <laughs> Launch that one. So we'll yeah. see. I could it could be laughing at me if he turns into 20, 20, 23, 24 and. You know, you gotta, he, he's got to explode quite, uh, you know, and you're talking about that's 2024, right? It is. I will say that that, that 
those picks did end up netting me um, Amon Ra. So uh, oh right, that forgot about that. Into. Jesus, so. yeah, follow that. This this offseason was so insane. Like to follow the path of everybody's trades is uh, tricky. Amazing. Yeah. It's been a lot of move. That's what I would suggest. Do a dynasty fantasy football league with your friends. It's a lot. It's like all year round fun, which is great. Uh, maybe, maybe one day we'll go into uh, how we landed on some of the rule stuff we have. If people are ever interested in that, but otherwise this is fun. Five man yeah. league. We'll look back at the end of the year, John, and we'll say who picked the better team. We'll be an exact science, but we'll be able to revisit this and see who's Brown's fantasy football uh, roster here worked out better. So fun stuff. We appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, no, it's a good time. I mean, uh, we'll hopefully there'll, there'll be some news breaking out for the next time we come in, but uh, it's always good to have a quiet house at, you know, 930. Um, so I'm happy to get to spend a little bit of time without any stress. I love it. We're happy we could steal some of your time. Always appreciate John's, uh, you know, insights and and uh, the banter that we get with him is greatly appreciated. We appreciate you guys being here, stopping by, continue to check out the OBR and rate and review the podcast. That's always really, really appreciated this time of year. We're close, guys. We're two, three weeks. They report today. We learned the entire NFL's reporting schedule. The rookies report on the 19th of July. The veterans are in on the 21st. It's fun stuff. We're right around the corner. Football season will be here before we know it. I appreciate you guys being here as usual. You know that. Like I said, thanks for being all over everything OBR. Have a great Thursday, everybody. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.